do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your homes. Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions. Bucks in six. Bucks in six. And Tate Frazier is a happy boy because he <laughs> loves Giannis so much. He did it. He did yeah. it. It yeah. was good. And he did it. In, uh, he, the, Gian, I, I, was wor- I was slightly worried that with a clock mm. hit zero and Giannis was a champion, all the likability was going to go down the drain. No. And he was going to jump on it the scores table and grab his nuts and be like, suck it, haters, and all that. The exact opposite has happened. He has no. been even more likable somehow since they won the title. Uh, we're going to talk about game six, talk about the mm. finals, talk about legacies. What does this mean for... I'm just... We're, I've got to well, Please, we're let's not do that. Let's not do uh, that. But we'll, we'll talk about Giannis <laughs> a little bit, have some fun. Um, what does this mean for the Big Ten, by the way? Mm. People are saying, a lot of people... You're hearing it more and more, mm. that Milwaukee, the, the state of Wisconsin winning yes. a title is actually a Big Ten title. And Frank Kaminsky played well, you know, in game six. So people are saying, <laughs> is the drought over? Has the Big Ten finally won a basketball title? We'll discuss. Uh, <laughs> speaking of conferences, speaking mm. of the Big Ten uh, and, and college sports in general, uh, we are definitely going to spend a little time talking about this news. Texas. That came out of nowhere. Uh, it was a bomb. Was it, it a blip or a bomb? I think this was a bomb. This was a bomb. It, it kind of did come out of nowhere because it was mm. leaked to like the Houston Chronicle. And then everyone thought this is this is garbage. This isn't actually a real thing. So mm. they asked Texas and Oklahoma what's going on. They gave the worst non-answers ever. Yes. Uh, if you have no idea what we're talking about, um, Listen up. Uh, We're going to talk all about it. It's going to be fun. A report leaked that Texas mm-hmm. and Oklahoma are actively trying to leave the Big 12 to join the SEC. Mm-hmm. And as I said, Texas and Oklahoma are not doing basically anything to refute these reports. So uh, we're going to have some fun speculating on what's going to happen next. Is the landscape shifting Mm. or are these just speculations that are swirling? That is the big question of the day. It's going to be a lot of fun. uh, Also, before we sat down, Tate said he's out on Team USA. So I'm (laughs) going to have to ask about that. We're going to get to that. Don't ever disrespect Bam. (laughs) We're going to have to, we're going to maybe get to the bottom of, of what exactly that means. All that coming up. But first, Woody Durham. Let's start with the final state. Uh, the Bucks are mm. champions. Um, this was a, a NBA Finals that I thought going in, I didn't care who was going to win. Ooh. Uh, it, it felt as as I, I'm I'm very much uh, in the camp of just I, I want new blood at all times mm. in the NBA. I wanted. Where's no, the scoreboard? I want non Yeah, tied up right new now. Bloods so new bloods. I want. Uh, I, I I just don't want super teams. I don't want. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coastal teams. I I want Middle America. You want elite teams, but not elitist teams. I was pulling for Memphis versus Milwaukee. That's my dream. Mm -hmm. Memphis versus, uh, yeah, the the, the New Orleans Hornets. These are the the teams I I enjoy. The the Pacers, the Cavs, whatever. Mm. Um, So I didn't think I cared. I, I thought like, you know, Suns, Bucks, whoever wins, it's it's a great story because the Lakers didn't win. The Nets didn't win. And <laughs> that's that makes me happy. Uh, but then once the series started, I very quickly was cheering for the Bucks. And I tell you what, Tate, by the time game six ended, I was beaming from ear to ear that the Milwaukee Bucks were champions. And I I, I think it is because of Giannis. I think that's mm. that's pretty much it. That has to be the only reason why mm. I cared so much about the Bucks beating the Suns. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Get inside my head. Tell me what I'm thinking. No, you're thinking that you just watch someone dominate in a game six in a closeout game. That doesn't really happen often other than, you know, top players like mm-hmm. a Michael Jordan or, you know, I've heard a lot of Bob Pettit, you know, being brought up. I didn't know that this many people knew about his finals experiences. Magic Johnson how, how, comes to mind. How frustrating do you think it is for the people that pull up those stats, the the producers at these sports shows yeah. that have to like come up with a stat to contextualize how mm. great Giannis is. And they go into basketball reference and they do all the, they check all the boxes where they're like, the only guy to average 12 and a half mm-hmm. rebounds and 31 and a half yeah. points. And you start checking all the boxes and then you hit enter and it's like, Jordan, Wilt, Kareem, yeah. Bob Pettit. And then that guy's like, <laughs> It's like, all right, start with Pettit, but damn it. It would have been better with Magic. (laughs) It reminds me of the famous graphic where Thaddeus Young was on the the Pacers. He was averaging like 12.9 points, 4.1 assists. It's the Big Ten stat of the the day. It's the most Big Ten stat of the day you've ever seen. But uh, I always wonder, like, the the guys are hoping it's just like Jordan and LeBron, and that's it. Well, in the uh, bubble, remember, we we kept seeing, like, Jamal Murray. It would be like, Jordan, Jerry West, Jamal Murray. You're like, that is a great trio for him to be in. Donovan Mitchell was doing the same thing. Not that Bob Pettit. Apologies to the Pettit Pettit family, by the way. Bob Pettit, Hall of Famer, great NBA player. But you know that the the, the, the 24-year-olds that are working at at, at Mm -hmm. Fox Sports, your ESPNs or whatever, they're ripping these stats. Well, the best is when the 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 older, you know, broadcaster, analyst, whatever you want to call themselves, would would act like they watch Bob Pettit. You know, like, of course, Bob Pettit. Oh, Oh, my God. Yes. Bob Pettit. We all watched that one. Uh, but in general, Giannis, I mean, you can't compare him to anybody. But if you had to mix two people together, it's like Akeem Olajuwon and Jordan, you know? Okay. And these are the only shades two of. guys. Shades of. And these are the only two guys that have done what he's done, which is win Defensive Player of the Year, win an MVP, and win a Finals MVP, you know? So, I mean, he's in rarefied air. Yeah. He is in a different space. He is international Jordan. I, but again, you can't compare him to anyone because he's won Giannis. And when he went to Chick-fil-A, I was in line at Chick-fil-A getting breakfast and I'm going through my phone on Twitter. You know, I'm stopped people. I'm not driving. I'm not a maniac, but I'm just going through my phone and I see Giannis order his 50 piece (laughs) and he ordered a 50 piece McNugget from Chick-fil-A. McNugget, like, which is great. It's so pure. Like you said, you, you expect when someone wins, there's like a a cockiness or like an arrogance that's going to come with that. But instead he has this beautiful humility. You can tell how much it affected him. I mean, the tears pouring down, talking about his mom, talking about they were selling CDs in the streets. Yeah. And now he's an NBA champion. And the first time LeBron played in the finals was 2007. Giannis didn't even play basketball then. So, like, I, I talk about turning the page. Like, we have... Are we turning the page or passing the torch? We're turning the page. Okay. Because the, the torch, let's just be quite honest, Jordan never passed the torch to anybody. anybody. He still has it. He still has the torch. That's why he made the last dance because he's like, in case y'all forgot, I'm still the goat. And and LeBron James has tried so hard to get that man to just pass him the torch. Give me the torch, like, Mike. Mike's like, you know, going between the legs, like keeping the torch from him. And the, so there That's is... Space Jam 3 is LeBron James <laughs> on the quest to find the torch. <laughs> I hope Bugs finds it. Uh, but basically, I think Giannis, what I saw all the all the shows, you know, Skip and Shannon, we'll keep it, you know, company men. They were talking about you yeah. know, the crown and, and Skip saying that Kevin Durant has had the crown since 2017. Right. I don't I think LeBron is still the crowning achievement in the NBA, the, the guy that they're going to point yeah. to. But right now, Giannis is the best player in basketball. And yes. that is. Well, that's I saw, fun. That's exciting. I saw another discussion that's that's happened since Game Six is into oh. the finals have ended, which is uh, is Giannis the face of the NBA? Can he be the face? Yes, of the, like this he discussion is the face. about like all that. Not not only is he or should he be or whatever. Like yes, the, 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 he he is ideal. 
He's ideal. Yes. This is what you He's want. He's a to Disney face character. Yes. We're, we're gonna we're, when we potentially have kids one day, we're gonna watch a movie called The Antetokounmpo's. You know, and it's gonna be the three Antetokounmpo's and their amazing story of LeBron, overcoming the odds. LeBron's story is amazing. The, yes. LeBron's story is, yes, a is kid insane. from Akron, a, insane. Kid, but an Le, American story, but LeBron, rags to riches, beautiful, yes, beautiful story, a billionaire. He branded his story at like nineteen. Yes. And he's been shoving it down your throat yes. ever since. Ever since and that Nike's been financing. Yeah, and it's like there's. I mean, we're, we're at a point now in 2021 where the authenticity of LeBron's story yeah, has we get it's it. been polished so much that what we're being presented is like, yes. you know, and, and he gets on Instagram and posts, I'm just a kid mm -hmm. from Akron as he's mm -hmm. like, you know, drinking $50,000 bottles of wine. And yes. he's like, man, look at the comment. It's like, okay, we, mm -hmm. we get it. But also, mm -hmm. you know, Giannis, it, it still feels authentic. And I guess that's my fear moving forward is that is, are we going to look up in five years and Giannis has won a couple titles in Milwaukee and now he's like, I, I want to get traded to the Lakers and just no. live in LA. And also, no. I'm going to star in Space Jam. <laughs> I mean, he might, no longer out there. he might want to star in a, in a movie, but it won't be Space Jam. Uh, it'll be yeah. a Disney film about his family. Like this, He's going to be a star, but I'm not worried about fame with him because it does seem, it does seem that that seems very vapid over here. Like he has this family life. Yeah. I love that his son was the first one to touch the trophy, like puts it on the ground. Yeah. And then of course all the trolls online are like his son touched it before CP3. I mean, the, these guys are That's brutal. Great. Poor, poor I hate C3, C3, CP3. <laughs> you hate C3PO. Yeah, I, I wanted to, oh, C3, yeah, CP3. I wanted to poor talk about player. that for a second because uh, I got conned by uh, the I media guy. The, the media guy. I know. Me. Yeah, I, know. I saw you me. one time say you were like, I think I might be pulling for Chris Paul. And I was like, oh. <laughs> And I, I like Chris I got Paul, North Carolina so bad. guy. I, you know? I think that's why I think that's why I'm so upset because yeah. I know that I got scammed. I got scammed by people into believing that like Chris Paul went. I think in a LeBron's ring. media mafia yeah. got you. It, they really did. And yeah. I, I I and then like game five, I'm watching. I'm like, no, I like when it, it was mm. the moment that that Giannis had the alley oop dunk and Chris Paul mm. tried to hit him in the balls. Yeah, and it, all the the flood of emotion came coming back yeah. where I was like, I hate this guy. I've always hated this guy. Mm. Like not. I guess hate's too strong of a word. He's always been annoying. Yes. He's always been like, I've never gone out of my way to cheer for Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. Suddenly I found myself cheering for him. I was like, yeah, that'd be a nice story, I guess. No, it wouldn't have. It would not have been a nice story. Mm -hmm. Chris Paul never changed. He mm -hmm. never at any point was like, I'm going to stop flopping. I'm going to stop whining. Yeah. Even as the clock hits zero, he's like running off the court. We can't even get like the moment where he, you know, for the love of God, at least fake it. At least go up to Giannis, Tap him in the chest a couple times. Say, this is your league now, buddy, or whatever. I don't know. Mm, Can we get that? that? None of that. Like, that's the brand play. That's the, if you want, like, to be fake, even, even <sighs> fake it, uh, uh, Tate. That's what I would do. I yeah. would fake it. I think stubbornness is probably the best word yes. for Chris Paul's entire career. And like I told you, we, we were talking about this. Only one little guard has ever been able to lead a team himself to a title, and it's Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. And he had a very similar makeup than, to Chris Paul in the sense that, yeah. like, he, he's petty. And, yeah, and, but he's yeah, also... Yeah. A champion right so like isaiah is literally the one of one in my opinion and so it, it you kind of but chris paul is also you know the the pa president you know he is yeah. influential state farm ads all that all I think that other state farm ads they got me yeah i think the state farm something happened where i i got conned into like if you're state farm you call Giannis, right i think so i mean absolutely <laughs> so. like let, let's just be quite upfront about this if i'm state farm i walked into the meeting and say Guys, I got an idea. <laughs> Let's pivot uh, number three to number his 34. His alter ego in State Farm is Johnny Antetokounmpo. Yes, yes, yes. Something like that. 
and he's yeah he's like is Clark it, Kent uh, yeah <laughs> he has glasses and he goes and like writes about the Bucks he I, covers the Bucks my my theory what good. happened with Chris Paul was that I I because I, I believe that that most of America still doesn't like the guy and I think that um yeah it's in pockets I, I think what happened was we got ahead of it and I I, I made this case to uh to Charlotte on the show we did yesterday so apologies if, if people listen to both shows and I'm basically doing the same monologue but I think what happened Tate is that um. Somewhere along the line, we we thought the Suns are definitely winning this title. We said the, the the Phoenix, you know, going in the finals, Phoenix was steamrolling everybody. They they beat LeBron and the defending champion Lakers in round one. They beat the MVP. They sweep the MVP Jokic in round two. Mm. They beat the Clippers, who were were red hot after after uh, taking out the Jazz in in the the Western Finals. Mm-hmm. And everyone was suddenly like, "Wow, how cool is this that the Clippers are in the Western Finals? Got over the hump, maybe." Uh, they're not missing Kawhi as much as we thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Suns are rolling. Giannis gets hurt going into game one, and it looks like the Suns are going to win the title. And I think that was the moment in time that we as a collective basketball community decided this is inevitable. Chris Paul is going to win his <laughs> ring. And I don't want to look like a butthurt yes. hater yes. when it happens. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get ahead of it and be like, I like Chris Paul. <laughs> How cool is this that mm-hmm. a guy this talented has been mm-hmm. – he was he was banished Oklahoma City and now he's back. I mean it was and cool. It was it kind of cool was, but like if it was least, anyone else, he's at the least worst. He, at least he upped his value himself and yeah. got that team to the playoffs and got traded the the responsible way. James Harden to me That's is the true. one that is the perfect. He's perfectly getting smacked around. His old teammate PJ Tucker yes. deserves to win a championship. Is a championship level starter defender. I love PJ Tucker and now he gets to celebrate with the true champion Giannis Antetokounmpo, a guy that. Again, I said on the last show, he's not friends with these guys. Yeah, quit he's, trying to go to Giannis. I want to go back to Chris Paul. I'm not, I'm not touching on him. <laughs> Chris Paul, look, I don't even care to, to eulogize him either. You know what I mean? It's like Chris Paul could sign with Phoenix and go right back at it. Yeah, I, I think he it's might hilarious. not. He I, might go to the Knicks. I think it's Jim, hilarious. He might go to the Knicks. I think it's hilarious that they're talking about uh, Chris Paul, like like maybe going to the Lakers because no, LeBron, he, he can't. They can't pay he, him. Why would he go they to the worst team him. anyway? He just, he, he just, never got his max, so he never got his big money unless State Farm has covered that back end with millions and millions of dollars, which they're probably going to get. Forget the money. Soon. If the guy wants a ring, why would he go to a worse team, Tate? Exactly. That's what I don't. I don't ever. Well, got I think part. LeBron. But, I think LeBron went to him after the game and was like, "We're gonna have to team up. We're gonna have to team up to stop him." <laughs> and Chris Paul's like, "How much money y'all got?" I, They're like the mid level. He's like, "He cannot sign there for the mid level." I think I thought Chris Paul was gonna win a ring, and I just want to get ahead of it because there's there's nothing more embarrassing as a sports fan than to be the guy who he's got, going to the Knicks. That's what I think. Okay, but there's nothing more embarrassing to be the guy who, as the trophy's being raised, yeah. You're the guy that's just sitting on the couch is like, I hate that guy. Like mm. when LeBron won his first title and all the people were just like, who cares? He'll never, it doesn't matter. He'll never be, you know, like yeah. you don't want to be the hater. That's, yeah. and I think we all saw the writing on the wall that Chris Paul was going to win the title. So we're like, let's not be the hater. That's a mm. bad look for us. People let's forget the for Thunder him. were favored going yeah. into the finals that year. And then game five, the Bucks won in Phoenix and you realize, oh my God, the Bucks are going to do this. And mm. it's like the, the, the change came off of me and I was like, I hate this guy. I hate Chris Paul, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're Titus Unchained. <laughs> Titus Unchained. <laughs> just uh, going at Chris Paul. Giannis, though, very likable, uh, which has been mm. covered extensively and will be con- continue to be covered throughout the offseason. I, I feel like he's just going to keep popping up doing fun things. And, and uh, I saw the, the parade. NBA was, is global. Yeah. That's what that's what we all learned. Like we what? we had a long run as being like we had basketball created in Massachusetts. We've owned the sport. It's been all us. But right now, it's a global game. And yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the face of the well, league. Well, to that to that point, why it's is awesome. it that why is it that the international guys seem more likable, seem more willing to mm. um, you know, if 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 you're someone who believes like I do, which you you 
if you listen to us, we're a college basketball podcast by yes. and large. So I assume if you like college basketball a little more than the pros, you might have more of a, mm. you might agree with this mindset, which is the the player empowerment, the guys demanding trades. James Harden having the ability to be like, trade me to Brooklyn, bitch. And Houston's <laughs> like, okay, James, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. But that that is insane. And we 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 desire <laughs> a, a, a time, Tate, when guys like Giannis Antetokounmpo could, could go wherever he wanted. He's like, I want to stay with the team that drafted me. Mm. So to see him, uh, stay in Milwaukee, a place that a lot of very few NBA stars would want to go to. Um, it, it makes it feel more special, Tate. But as I think about like the guys who check those boxes of like guys who would stay in mm-hmm. in the teams that are places that they're drafted, guys who uh, don't care about their brands, guys who, etc., etc., etc. All the all the stuff that our dads would complain about as they're watching the <laughs> NBA, right? It feels like they're mostly the international guys, mm-hmm. and the the American guys are the ones that are. That, am I wrong here? No, no, no. You're not wrong. So why I mean, is that? What 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 do you think is going on here? What what is it about? Because my theory is this. My theory is <laughs> it's my, hard to be the best and stay humble. My I think theory, that that's that's my theory on all I, things. I have a theory. I, I have a theory about this. I, I my I, it's Michael Jordan's fault. Um, Michael Jordan taught the world classic, of basketball. Classic LeBron fan. When my, when Michael Jordan, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan taught all of us. A how lesson. to be, he just, how to okay, fly. Okay. He taught us how to fly. Okay, calm down. He taught Tate. us to believe. Cut Tate's mic. Jim, cut Tate's <laughs> mic. Um, Michael Jordan, mm. when uh, he has his run, Tate, he taught the world two different lessons. He, he taught America mm. basketball players a lesson. He taught the rest of the world a lesson. What he taught the world was that basketball is pretty tight. Yeah. It's a sick game. Mm-hmm. Like the, Everyone's watching the Dream Team in 92. You, you want to be like Mike. Yeah. Uh, it, it's been covered extensively, the impact that the Dream Team had on the the globalization of basketball. Mm-hmm. So all these people all over the world, their, their initial thought watching the Dream Team was, this is cool. I like basketball. Maybe I should play basketball instead of soccer. Mm-hmm. This is cool. That's like basically it. Mm-hmm. What it taught those of us in America was that you could... If you got great at basketball, you could sell a billion dollars worth yes. of shoes. You could be in movies. Yes. You could be a Gatorade commercials. The you could have the, the strongest brand. You could have kids mm-hmm. in every city in America lining up around the block yeah. for a finish line to open to get your shoes. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the lesson that all the Americans saw. And whereas the world was just like, basketball's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I kind of like basketball. Yeah. So I think the world is still like 20 years behind on trying to like brand themselves. <laughs> the American you know capitalistic I mean? structure. Yes. structure. Like the kids are like, yes. I can make lots of money. Yes. yes. So the next yes. wave of like the, not the Giannis generation, but the the generation after that was watching Giannis be awesome, and mm-hmm. Luca is going to watch Luca and Giannis and Jokic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in twenty years, like the guys coming out of of Nigeria and Greece and mm. and Serbia and Slovenia are going to come to America and be like, here's my brand strategy. <laughs> I mean, definitely. And I think the American guys are ahead of it. That's, yeah, that's, that's my philosophy. Yeah, they definitely are ahead of it, but the 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 Europeans definitely have an advantage of, one, they have a mystery. There's a mystique behind them. I think that's, we always underestimate that about Michael Jordan. There was this, you know, obviously the, the angel version of Michael Jordan, the one that's, I want to be like Mike, you know, that's laughing with the kids, drinking Gatorade. But there's also the one that's, you know, drinking Miller Lite until four in the morning playing cards. You know what I <laughs> yes, mean? So yes. the mystique of that, right? Like Allen Iverson was influenced by both sides of Michael, you know, probably, yes. you know, to, to a fault at sometimes. But that was still the mystique that he was into. Giannis Antetokounmpo, all I know is when he wore black Air Forces to game three, there were a lot of people in European places, you know, that were saying like, that's a that's a pretty that's like a message to say, like, I'm Debo. You know what I mean? Like, you don't mess with me. Like, <laughs> in, like, like to wear black forces. Right. So like, we don't really know 
like Giannis is this likable guy, but like let me just tell you. But after, also, yeah. but also after the game, he calls out KD basically specifically. Yes. Uh, yes. Says super team and LeBron to some. I think it's more KD than it was than more that. KD. It was more KD. And, and then he goes and he says, not 49, not 51, 50, because KD had 49. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, I'm I'm just telling you, he's the he's the top player in the world and he's talking like it. Mm-hmm. And it's a very throwback because, I mean, Kevin, uh, Kevin Durant has to and will respond next season. And it's going to be fun, you know, to see two seven footers right. with skill. One more, more, one more of a skill with the other one with force now going at each other's necks in the Eastern Conference. And one of them is the American player, and I think he's the underdog right now. And that's been a long time since we yeah. can say that. And then on the, on the flip side of that, in the Western Conference, Jokic is the MVP, and his center is the, the starting center for USA basketball. Uh-huh. So if you're looking at it from that vantage point, you know the NBA is now a European global game, whatever you want to call it, and America's number two. Yeah, and, that, who, and that's that's crazy to think about because the dream team was not that long. So ago. that's why you're out on Team USA. No, I'm just saying I'm pointing it out. You're I, a front I, runner. I, I, I want to be number one, <laughs> and it's because we let Duke take over. Duke is too involved <laughs> okay. in Team USA basketball. We need to get back to Carolina basketball, not Duke basketball. That's the problem. There it is. That's it. That's that's uh, the big problem. That's uh that's what it. Well, <laughs> Durant Durant versus Giannis is. I I really do hope this is the start of a, an awesome rivalry because I it felt that way even when when the Nets and Bucks lined up to mm. before the series even start started it felt like it was good versus evil. It felt like yeah. like I said if if you're someone like me that's complained about the state of the NBA for the last five years since Durant mm. joined the Warriors, uh, the Bucks playing the Nets in the playoffs was polar opposites. Like one team yeah, is yeah. very obviously stands for everything right about yeah, how a yeah. team quote unquote <laughs> yeah, should be run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One team is everything wrong. You just yeah. like move your franchise. Yeah. You have you have zero culture, <laughs> zero identity as a franchise. Uh, uh you just go to the big market. Mm. You just lure all the 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 free agent. Like yeah. everything about the Nets and how they're run is disgusting to me. It's yeah. a, it's offensive. Um, they don't play defense either. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Bucks play defense. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 they. But, but Drew Holiday. I mean, you have to throw him in defensive player of the year conversations yes. moving forward. We know what he does when he's playing championship basketball. So yes, that's so something. Having having uh, those polar opposites play each other in the the playoffs, and then Giannis wins the title. He doesn't well, call out Durant by name, but kind of calls out yeah. Durant. I'm so excited for no, it I mean, because I genuinely believe Tate. Kevin Durant ruined the NBA five years ago going to the Warriors. <laughs> the NBA was the greatest sports league on earth, uh, greatest professional sports league on earth in 2016. That season was mm. so good. Amazing. The regular season. Curry all the way shot through in the OKC final, is the one that really sticks out there. Regular season game, yeah. and we all remember it. Mm-hmm. When's the, the, you know, like that's 73 the, wins. It was unbelievable. Yeah. The, the, and then Kevin Durant is up 3-1 on the Warriors, blows it, then joins the team that he was up 3-1 on, mm. ruins the league for five years. Giannis Antetokounmpo has saved the NBA. Mm-hmm. And moving forward, it's good versus evil. And yeah. as you said, it's weird because... The quote unquote evil guy is the American who I now have to cheer for in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's very strange. And I do think just to to wrap this up, my one last point in the NBA, there's gravitational pull to the the players believe that one guy is the guy that's going to get them to a championship. Right. So the gravitational pull we thought was Brooklyn or Los Angeles. And now I think you can pretty much I think that it's split in the Western Conference. I think it's Denver. I really do. I think maybe it's three ways. It's Denver and it's Phoenix. And it's Dallas because I think a lot of players are going to find out in these Olympics that Luka Doncic is the real deal, or at least yeah. if they haven't been alert, you yeah. know, at this point, they're going to say, Oh, I want to play with that guy. Yeah. Like a Rudy Gobert may say, I think I would have a better chance playing with Luka and I can rim protect and I can go against Giannis and see what yeah. happens. You know what I mean? So 
that that could be what comes out of this. So the gravitational pull for me primarily is going to go to Milwaukee with Giannis and going to go to Dallas think, with Luka. Do you think Milwaukee will attract free agents now? Like, I, like I mean, of, not of, even not even free agents, but players that are, are championship level player, like a not not a Jeff Green in particular, but those Jay Crowder type players yeah, yeah, are going to yeah, say, saying, "I want to go." The, not those players specifically, but they're going to say, "I want to go play with the best player." Yeah, I want to be a part of that. That's yeah. what happened with Michael. Yeah, I mean, people just wanted to go play with. But him. but I don't think I don't think it's a, a it's a deal where um say Damon Lillard's a free agent. He's no, not, I no, understand. See, but like Damon Lillard, Giannis it, isn't recruiting them. Yeah, he's not. Gonna, he doesn't want yeah, them. Yeah, he wants yeah. to beat them. That's yeah. the best part about the Bucks. I saw people were saying, are they a super team? No, no, they want no. to kill them. They want like Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo. That is a big three. That you throw plays, Pat Connaughton. That, yeah, that's a super. Chips. That's a super Bobby team. Portis. That's a super team. Bobby though. Portis. Pat Connaughton, Bobby Portis, Giannis, super team. I mean, when DiVincenzo comes super back, too, they man. have another scorer that's really good that can yeah. guard on the wing. So I, I think Milwaukee, the, the gravitational pull is there. The gravitational pull is going to go to Luka. And I think Giannis versus Luka is force versus skill, right? Flight and, versus force. Wasn't that a campaign Nike had? With yeah. The, uh, this, this team, is, team flight, team force. And guess yeah. who's Jordan brand, yeah. Luka. Guess who's Nike, Giannis. Is is Giannis Nike? Yeah, I thought about that too. That I, I get, you got to get the you got to get the dude, I, I I honestly had no uh, idea uh, as Giannis was celebrating, it hit me that I have no like part of what makes him so likable to mm. me is I literally have no idea who Giannis's shoe contract was with until you just Nike. said it right there. Yeah. Nike, the freaks. Meanwhile, I watch Space Jam and, and LeBron falls into a crater and it's a, a Nike. Shirt. I mean, if I was just Jordan Brand, down your if I was Jordan yeah. Brand, I would call up Giannis because you know he obviously has it on his jersey when he wins the championship. And then they show this video, 2013, when he gets drafted, he's looking up at the rafters and he's like, "There's Kareem, no, there's dude, Oscar, I, don't." And he has a Jordan logo, no, logo on him. Stay um, away from him. Leave him alone. No. I don't want Giannis. Luca and Giannis both no, dude. Stamped by Jordan. That's the torch. I, don't, you, I, don't I think want that it. might be the torch. You're Every trying to torch. spoil him, dude. He's been he's been doing this for twenty years from LeBron, and now he's going to give it to Giannis. So you're saying basically, I make an yes. argument that capitalism, yes. uh, watching Michael Jordan uh, uh, exploit capitalism, Giannis. is what ruined the American basketball players. So you're mm. saying have Michael Jordan, yes. have his brand mm -hmm. uh, contaminate the, no, the two best international players that we have in the he game. He inspired this generation. They wanted to be like Mike. How would, how would that not ruin Giannis if he's showing up in every commercial and he's like... He's not going to be in every commercial. I'm just saying it's going to be Jordan, Jordan Brand. He's going to have great comfy shoes that, that we can buy. It's going to be great. I want Giannis to me is what I what everyone thought Kawhi Leonard was going to be before Kawhi's uncle told him he wants out of you know like mm -hmm. when Kawhi when he was on the Spurs and he was just like mm -hmm. wow I love that guy he just shows up and plays basketball doesn't really love interviews isn't yeah. worried about his brand isn't worried about anything seems like he'll play in San Antonio forever which like you know it, San Antonio has a great uh, uh, franchise but I it, think we now know why he smaller, left San Antonio smaller market or whatever because Popovich guys <laughs> were watching Pop, the team USA but uh. Kawhi has... The, he's like, I can't do all this. What what Kawhi has done since he's left San Antonio, you know, he won the title and everything. But of like Kawhi, Kawhi's likability before he left San Antonio to now, like it's definitely gone down, wouldn't you say? I mean, People? yeah. Yeah. So I'm but saying I think Giannis, purposely so. I, I, think yeah. that he, I think he won in Toronto, knew that was going to be kind of like a 2016 LeBron that's a separate, oh my God, what a wow moment. And then he wanted to be where he wanted to be, which is he wants to play for the San Diego Clippers. Yeah. And they don't exist anymore. 
So he's playing for the Los Angeles Clippers. Right. And he's but, living in San Diego. And I think he I think he he basically like retired after he, you know, not actually, but he he kind of rode off into the sunset. To the larger point, Giannis has picked up that torch. And Giannis the, the, the torch of the guy who just like shows up and plays basketball and is is Kawhi yeah. celebrated. And what did Giannis do? He said, We're gonna win next year. Yeah. That's the difference, yeah. I think, in my opinion, yeah. between the two. I think, yeah, I think Kawhi was like, I did this, I'm I'm happy about that. And I think Giannis is like, so I want more. With that I in mind, I think New Balance should sign Giannis. I new, think he should balance. go to New Balance. Or like A6 or like what are mm-hmm. other Fila. I mean Puma should Puma, <laughs> Puma should go after him. Puma has everybody except for Giannis. But I mean he loves I mean he loves Nike, he says. He says. I All mean right. Well, I like Jordan Brand. What what other uh, what other finals thoughts are there? I mean, the Suns. Jeff uh, Teague, NBA champion. Jeff I feel Teague like we NBA hadn't champion. said that yet, yeah. and and I think Coach Bud, we have to give him like a little bit of respect. You know what I yeah. mean? He's obviously do you very fire? Close does, to if you're Milwaukee, do you fire him still? I, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I mean, I think you. I, I think, think you really give him the biggest hug and you I, say, Bud. We were gonna fire you. You give you, know him, you give him the rest of the week. I think give him through yeah, the weekend to yeah. celebrate. And then on Monday morning, you hit that news drop and. and <laughs> I think I think you think to yourself, I might have to fire this guy. <laughs> but I think Monty Williams. Can I say this before we get out of talking about Duke and Carolina basketball? Uh, Coach K, as you remember, reprimanded Dylan Brooks. You know, yep. for basically celebrating too much when he yep. beat him in the NCAA tournament. Dean Smith famously, you know, went into the Iowa locker room after they lost first loss in the Dean e. Smith Center and congratulated, shook everybody's hands. Monty Williams goes in after this game, hard loss. Yep. Congratulates Giannis. Basically says, "We got taught a major lesson so, that we can't stop you." What are you? What are you saying? So I'm saying class. I'm it, saying that. When is that, it okay to enter the opponent's locker room? When you lose, that's that's it. No, no, and, no, no, no. I think I think if you go in that short amount of time and you basically say you guys are the better team and yeah. and I appreciated being able to be on the floor with yeah. you. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. That, that, I saw some people saying that he was trying to take spotlight away from Giannis. And let Which, me just to be say, fair, to be fair, I mean, context matters, but also to be no fair. No way. If that's Coach K, we're killing him. Coach K, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Coach K would have done that totally differently. And the, it, like, I, I think that Monty Williams has a pure intent in the sense that they were very humble. I think that we, you just talked about it. Yeah. The Suns thought they were going to win. They yeah. were the team of destiny. Yes. And then when you get humbled by greatness, yes, you have nothing but respect. And he probably said to the team, I, guys, you can't really hang our heads because we lost to probably one of the greatest players. We'll it was see. very Tony Bennett-esque. It yeah. was very like, there's, you know, we. I get Dean, chills just thinking about Giannis. Oh man. <laughs> 50 points. Are you kidding me? He, it was a 70-point effort. If he knew how to but, play basketball, uh, he would have put up 70 points. Monty Williams, though, Monty Williams and Giannis both, because I, I the same thing of Monty Williams going into the locker room to to congratulate the Bucs yeah. is, is, reminds me of Giannis' speech mm. about ego and humility mm-hmm. and pride and all that, where um, the context does matter. The person delivering it does matter because they're both very authentic. They're both very yeah. likable, and they both yes. have built up equity um, trust equity, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. where we trust, like what they're saying is genuine. If Tom Crean went in that locker room to yes. congratulate Giannis, I would say to myself, he's trying to get a picture yes. for Twitter yes. to then if, flex and say, if JJ Watt <laughs> gave the Giannis speech, yes, we'd we'd all be doing the jerk off motion, like get this guy out of my face. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? But Giannis did it. And was like, wow, this is because because you know it's genuine. And yeah, the same yeah, way, yeah. like after Giannis won the title, he wasn't pretending to be. You know, no. he wasn't like the cameras around me. I'm gonna go sit down on the chair now and just take this all in. And now, okay, or take the Kobe well, picture, yeah, like yeah. a stage Kobe yes, picture. Yes, no, he was yes. literally FaceTiming his brother, who he wished he was there. You know, yes. and just dancing to music and walking around the arena like a seven year old kid that just got a toy. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing. Yeah. And then he said, "We're gonna come back next year," which got me fired up because 
He's not done. Because I thought I, I thought he was going to retire. I did. No, um, I mean he's got an appetite. <laughs> the, the guy wants to win a lot, and we got we got twenty six to thirty four. I'm You're I'm not just wrong, watching. But like also like what? Imagine the alternative if Giannis being like Giannis. How does it feel to win? And he's like feels great. Uh, I'm 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 considering retirement. And if I don't retire, I'm going to say this. I'm I mean, certainly going to show for a trade. He was like, gonna, is it time for me to ask for a trade? Is that is that I'm what we do now? I'm certainly going to show up next year out of shape because uh, I don't really care. Next year's a free year. Yeah, uh, we no. don't we don't necessarily need to do this again. He knows. I think I what we know what the next step of greatness is, which is like the only only the greats can three-peat, you know, really. Yeah. Like the, only the so, true greats can three-peat. So Shaq could three-peat, Jordan could three-peat. Yes. Like I, I am, you know, Bill Russell. Like we, we got to talk about Giannis being in that class, if he could do that. And I think he can. Um, has Giannis now supplanted Rick Pitino as the most important figure in Greek basketball? Yes. Is this championship done? Yes. I think it's still close. I mean, it's personally. closer than we think. It's closer than the experts think. But I think Giannis could own Greek. Like, he could just make them a, a powerhouse. Does he want to, though? But I don't because think he does. I don't think he messes with Greece. Because, right? let's, let's be quite honest. I mean, he was playing, like, in the Division Three of Greece, and they kind of, like, stashed him away. Yeah. And when scouts were going to watch him, they're like, I can't really evaluate the guy. He either dunks it or kicks it out for a three every time, and he's yeah. basically unstoppable. But what position does he play? Because <laughs> yeah. he plays point guard right now, but he's also their five man. I don't understand it, but that's why he's unstoppable because he plays the one, two, three, four, five, can start the break himself, can basically be involved in every single possession. And then when he gets switched on Chris Paul, Devin Booker, he can guard them. They were trying to get switches on Giannis, and then they would be like, oh, sh shit. <laughs> like, I didn't know that I was going to have like like an, an impossible thing to get around who can mm -hmm. jump 12 feet in the air, mm -hmm. who can steal any pass, who's now locked into my eyes and knows all my moves and knows I can't go left. Yeah. Um, perfect. It's so good. It was just, it's unstoppable because the only person that can do that in the league, in my opinion, currently is LeBron. LeBron can guard one through five. Yeah. He can switch everything. Yeah. And, and that is a phenomenal, phenomenal gift. KD has done it before. Yeah. But I think he's more of a guy that can do eight positions, not 10. LeBron and Giannis can do 10. That's why Giannis can go on a run. Wait, explain that. You just broke everyone's brain listening. Okay, eight sorry. Eight positions? So so not 10. I'm saying, let's just say if you can play the one and guard the one, then you can play two okay, positions. All right, right? All right. So there's like guys in the league that I would say that are just primarily scorers that they're not even a one, right? Because they can't guard their position. So they're a half or sometimes they're a zero. You know what I mean? That's what they actually are. But Giannis can do 10. He can get every single position. He can either play that position or guard that position. So he's 10. LeBron can play point guard, guard, point guard, play shooting guard, guard, shooting guard, play, play small forward, guard the small forward. Okay. So he can do all 10. That's who he's a 10 player. He's 10. He's a 10 tool player. This five is your stars. Ten, this is your, five okay. stars. Okay. 10 positions. Okay. He's 10 deep. And there's only two guys that can do it. Him and Giannis. And KD on occasion. Okay. Kawhi, Kawhi has tried to play the five, but that's not really his MO. I don't think he can do that. He can't hold up. Doesn't have the deer. Not big enough. Not big enough to do it. It's special. It's special. That's, that's my favorite thing about LeBron. You know who else could do it? This is, this is going to upset LeBron fans. Who? Scotty Pippen. <laughs> Seriously. Scotty Pippen could guard the one. He could guard Magic Johnson. What's got into you, man? You're just I'm like, I'm just like watching you get going. This I'm, is like, you like up. me talking about Brad Stevens over there. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm witnessing greatness. And I, and I, and I, it, like you said, we, we finally have something to believe in. It makes sense. Yeah.
Yeah. Basketball makes sense. No, yeah. I mean, in, in all seriousness, like I- It's not I a generally, track meet where it's like pace and space. We're just kicking you out for threes and we're playing to per percentages uh, the entire time. It's like, you can't make a layup on this guy. Yeah. And you don't that, even want to try. I, I, I believe in the NBA again. <laughs> I, I believe that, that like we were talking at the start of the playoffs. I, I always, as a fun Fired exercise up. when the playoffs start, I ask you, what is, if you if you were <sighs> Adam Silver sitting in the Adam Silver chair yeah. and could put in the call to orchestrate what could happen in these playoffs, what are you doing mm -hmm. to-, to uh, to make you think that the NBA is is in good hands, we'll put it that way. Um, how how are you orchestrating this? Yeah, and this this is exactly what I wanted at the start of the playoffs. Is mm -hmm. is is the Milwaukee Bucks winning the title? This is great for the league, from my perspective. This yeah. is great for me. If if the mm -hmm. NBA is trying to win over me, yeah, they just did it. Like yeah. whatever Adam Silver, whatever calls he put in, putting Scott Foster on two <laughs> two finals games, uh, whatever it was, mm. um, I'm back in Tate, and that's why I'm fired up because I I do love professional basketball, but I have not loved the NBA for the past five years. Yeah. It has been it has been a pain in my ass to watch the NBA yeah. for the last five years. And I love and, and I I'm love Steph in. Curry, you know, yeah, and that it has no nothing to do with that. But Steph Curry was winning in a very unconventional way that was changing basketball yeah. at a very rapid rate and it only works because he's special like you know like the way that they play yeah a, a shooting team as charles barkley you know said when they first started he was like i i can't bet on a shooting they're not team. gonna win yeah yeah but guess what they did have a big every single time that they won you yeah. know and even kevin durant moved over to the five that's why i said sometimes he can play the five guard the five mm -hmm. draymond can play the five guard the five yeah he can't do much he, else he can't play the one though <laughs> or guard the one no but could he guard the one no but no, play can't the, do the two. What about the two? Can't do the three. What about the three? <laughs> he, he literally, I think five is his best position. Seriously. Because he's quicker, like he's quicker than the fives, but he's big enough to, you know, yeah. hold up against them. So, yeah. <laughs> fired up. I'm fired up. I'm just so happy we have Giannis. Yeah, I am too. I I, I think the NBA becomes far more interesting moving forward now. Yeah. Than if the next, Jokic versus Giannis then, is yeah. what I need. But the, that's to, what I need. To, to that point, like, the, the the media is going to fall right back into Jokic next, can play the one he can't guard the one the 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 media <laughs> next year is going to fall right back into the trap of talking mm. about the Lakers and Nets of course sure talking about yeah but I don't want to hear it though I'm not listening I don't want to hear it either I'm not but listening that's what, to any that's of that. what I'm worried about I want to like, hear people talk about champions so I, I would like to hear the Suns yes, be talked about and yes. I would like the Milwaukee Bucks to yes. be the center of the conversation as they should be Jokic should be talked about Jokic should be year. talked about yes. a lot yes and JaVale McGee where he goes in free agency should be talked about we will hear about whether Zion would be a better Phoenix, fit on Denver, the Nets Brooklyn. or the Lakers. That's what, what we'll, I mean, well, Mike Conley, the Lakers is a lock. Yeah. We're saying it here. I believe it. It's either Russell Westbrook or Mike Conley. That's what I think. Mike, Russell Westbrook would be, I don't even know what that looks like, but it, it's, it would make me sad that he wasn't in Space Jam. He could have been Kronos. What, uh, <laughs> where, where's, where's Damien going to the Sixers? He's staying in Portland, I think. I hope so. But I, I've just kind of. I, I think it's the Knicks. I think it's the Knicks. I think that's the way it takes the air out of the balloon for me. Is like I'm so excited about Giannis, and it's like basically Giannis and Damian Lillard are the two yeah. guys that I put all my trust in. And I think like celebrating Giannis, and then only to turn around. And I think what Giannis said may have affected. It may have may have affected Dame. I could see I Dame, so. uh, you know, saying I want to stay here and play it out. I also think that if you're the Knicks, you're signing either you're either getting Chris Paul, signing Chris Paul, or you're trading for Dame, and you're trading Julius Randle probably for Dame. That's why he signed him to the max. And then you have Derrick Rose come back, and then you have Dame and Derrick Rose. That's your backcourt. And then all the Knicks fans are going, do these guys play well together? <laughs> they're, going they're, they're going championship or bust. That's what they say. <laughs> they're going, I'm buying these jerseys, but also how are, how are these guys going to play well together? Um, I've been waiting for Jim to jump in and defend the Knicks, but I, I, don't, he, I don't think he cares. He doesn't care. 
They want they want a playoff game. They're done. That's how Knicks fans were. We won one game. We won a game. Game two. Jim's over there like the Mecca. Jim's over there like, why are you guys talking about the Bucks? Didn't the Knicks win the title that one time we beat the Hawks? Yeah, I thought the season was over. <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, all right, let's take a break. That's enough uh, NBA talk. We got to get down to yes to, conference to realignment real business, which yes. is Texas and Oklahoma. Chris Beard scared of the Big Twelve. Mm. That's what people are saying. He becomes yeah. the Texas head coach, and he immediately tries to get out of the conference. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about all the implications and how absurd this would all be because uh, make no mistake about it. Mm-hmm. Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC is pants on head stupid. Yes. This is absolutely yes. stupid. This, but this is all getting really dumb. God, I love college sports. <laughs> Quick break to talk about our friends at First Leaf. We all have that one essential that's an absolute must this time of year. For me, being the wine snob that I am, being a guy that goes to Napa and says, give me your finest. Um, what are some wine examples again? Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. So, and I, and I just really turn up the French pronunciation. Uh, it's wine. Every, I, I love wine. Summer's about having fun. So I keep the good times going with some good wine. And I do that by getting incredible wine shipped right to my door from First Leaf. First Leaf is a wine club that curates and ships boxes of wine that are perfect for you. You can try wine from renowned winemakers from all over the world. First Leaf gets better with each box. Every time you rate the wine you receive, First Leaf learns more about your palate. So the more wines you rate, the more personalized your selection. In fact, First Leaf can send wine selections tailored to your liking with 98% accuracy. It is shocking. I don't know how, I don't know what that algorithm is, but I love it. It's shocking how good they are at predicting what you will love. We've been using First Leaf forever, Tate and I. This is, uh, I, I got to say, it has been life-changing. I no longer buy wine in stores. We have I, so much wine. I have a ton of two, wine. If you need wine and you see us I'm your wine guy. in public, yeah, yeah, just ask us. If anyone asks you. I got you, regions. You know what? Tell everybody you got a wine guy, too. I got Barolos. Yeah. I got whatever you need. Tell everybody ask you me. have a wine guy. Uh-huh. Like You can be like, I got yes. a wine guy. They're like, yeah. who I is listen it? to like, their podcast. Two wine guys. It's yeah. First Leaf. First Leaf's my wine guy. <laughs> Whether you're by the water, grilling with friends, or taking it easy at home, First Leaf is the perfect summer staple. So join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95. Get your calculator out. Do the math on that and figure out how, how great of a deal that actually is. Six bottles of wine for $29.95, folks, and free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash Tate. Six bottles of wine, $29.95, plus free shipping. Tryfirstleaf.com. Slash tape. Birthdays, holidays, promotions, getting that last sprinkled donut. There's a lot in this world worth celebrating, but nothing is worth celebrating more than knowledge, especially knowledge that will pay off, like understanding how compound interest works, knowing how to check your investment professional's background, or figuring out your risk tolerance, or finally understanding all those terms your friends keep throwing around, like ETF, ESG, and ICO. Learn about these investment products and more at Investor.gov, your unbiased resource for valuable investment information, tools, and tips before you invest investor.gov. Also want to talk about Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home, such as watch Geico uh, television commercials. We need a new one, Tate. I'm calling out Mm. Geico. Geico sponsors the pod. We love them for that. But Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, uh, scoop there it is. I don't really see it that much anymore. I need it more. And I need, or I need something I new. I need something new. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. time. The people want it. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional Black Friday in July event. Enjoy up to $400 off high-performance Dell XPS laptops and desktops along with next-level Alienware systems. And guess what? They're all powered by Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on stunning Dell monitors, top-brand electronics, and accessories. Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Yes, everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 800-BUY-DELL. That's 800-B-U-Y-DELL. 
right, now for the fun part of the show. Uh, mm. This is I. I I, I, I don't know where to start other yeah. than uh, let's, let's lay out start the facts. With, yeah, yeah. Can you lay out the facts? And then let's just say before we lay out the facts quickly, th- we talked about Super League, you know, in yes. college sports. Yes. You know, during the offseason, it was kind of a joke. You and I Stupid, made our Super fun, League conferences. Offseason content, yeah. yeah. We knew this was coming. This had to come. I think they may have listened and said, that's a pretty good idea. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's make a Super Conference. Uh, so, yeah, word <laughs> on Wednesday comes out that just uh, – it, it, that I, where where did this originally leak? I don't. It was the Houston Chronicle, I think right? So, like it yeah. was just like it was like some, a report. Yeah, it was a mm-hmm. report that people. Uh, I I don't know who the shams and woes are of college sports, but I the the the, the report comes out that Texas and Oklahoma want to are actively trying to leave the Big yeah. Twelve to join the SEC. And I saw a lot of the the blue checks that I follow on social media were saying, "Now hang on a second, like this is we, we can't confirm mm-hmm. this. We this is this is just all speculative. Whatever. You know what we're gonna do." We're gonna get to the bottom of this. Let's just let's just call Texas, ask him. Texas, listen. So there, uh, I know this is stupid, Texas, mm-hmm. but there's this crazy report out there yeah. that you guys are actively, you and Oklahoma and Cahoots, you're trying to leave the Big Twelve and join the SEC. That's dumb, right? And Texas is like, no comment. No, no, no. <laughs> Texas said speculation always swirls around college athletics. Yes, we will not address rumors or speculation, which yes. basically says. Yes, we were having conversations. And then, and and then everyone was like, Texas, we're sorry. Can you just can you just say just just, yeah. just for my I already have the story written. I just want to plug in your quote. Yeah. Can you just say you're not you're not trying to join the SEC? So yeah. I can just plug in and be like, we talked to Texas, they said they're not joining. Just just yeah. just say the words, Texas, yeah. and they go, speculation and rumors. <laughs> yes. And you're like, wait a second. And, and then Oklahoma said uh, college athletics landscape is shifting constantly. We don't address every anonymous rumor. Oh. Not every anonymous rumor, yes. but one is shifting, one is swirling. Yes. Regardless, something's in the air. You know yes. what I mean? They did not They did not say no. You know, they did not they say did not this say is no. not happening. They just said something's in the air. We don't know what it is. And and as as you learned uh, from when we did the Brad Stevens podcast, when somebody does not say no, Tate yeah. and I take it as a yes. Oh, so of course. We are, we are now, in life, if someone does life. not say no to you, you have to understand that there's probably <laughs> layers yes. to that. And it's probably That's a, yes. a yes. So uh, <laughs> Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC. Obviously, this is a decision that when this does happen, because I do, by the way, I yeah. talked myself into this is definitely happening because mm. um, the, 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 the new development was that Texas and Oklahoma have said that when their their media rights expire in 2025 yeah. with the Big 12, they're not re-upping. They're there. Yeah, because they try to get them to sign an extension, sign I think, extension. to 2030. They're like, they're yeah, like, no, they're like no, we're not, not doing face. that. Yeah. No, not happening. Longhorn so, Network did not go over well with yeah. Texas. Yeah. So uh, I think I think the writing's on the wall. This is happening. Yeah. I think Texas and Oklahoma are going to the SEC, which is it's. By it's the way, Schleybach is the one that was re- reporting this story on ESPN. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. This is this is Schleybach exclusive. Release the tape, Mark. Yes, come on. Please. He's done it again. One time for the people. <laughs> Release the tape. June 30th, 2025 is the date when it would all end and they could be officially out of their deal. Wow. Mm. Um, so it, it's a decision driven by football, which is uh, always fascinating because uh, we don't, you and I don't care about football quite as much, even though we both, as you said, when we sat down to do the show, we both uh, graduated mm. from football schools. You can yeah, argue. yeah. I went to Ohio State. You went to North Carolina yes. football school. Heisman. Football school, yeah. North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, Lawrence Taylor. Look it up. I mean, don't get mad at me that he invented the sack. Jim, you're a fan of the Giants. You know Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> of course. Okay, good. Good to know. Bill Belichick coached him back then. You know that? Uh, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> Jim used to be on the producer on GM Street. He's like, yeah, I heard you and Lombardi talk about it all the time. Wish you'd shut up. 40 minutes. It's true. <laughs> 
35. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Texas, if Texas and Oklahoma do go to the SEC, which is yeah. probably going to happen in 2025, uh, this is it for the Big 12. That's it. There uh, are the, the Big 12 already has 10 teams. This would put them back to eight, which, funny enough, like that's how the Big, big 12 eight. started, was the Big Eight. Yeah. And, that's what I, that's what and I what hope made they lean into. The Big Eight, the Big 12, was when Arkansas in 1990 joined the SEC, mm. and then the Texas schools joined the, you know what I mean? So, mm. it's kind of coming full circle that teams leaving to go to the SEC is going to be the death of it. They're going to go back to, uh, but they're not going to, they're not going to do that because the writing is on the wall beyond Texas and Oklahoma leaving to join the SEC. Then yeah. the next domino is that we're just, it is just going to be a slow grind. Maybe not that slow. Maybe it'll go fast um, to four super conferences. Isn't that yes. where we're headed? Yes. We're headed to four super conferences, uh -huh. which is insane. It's uh -huh. insane. It's, 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 uh, I, I really feel like this is going to be more dramatic of shifting Mm -hmm. than even what we got 10 years ago when that was like absolutely insane to look up and see the Big East get imploded and and all that because all, all the Big 12 is going to be done. The Big 12 is done. And then like I, Baylor is going to end up being... Mm. Baylor is the UConn, by the way, because the, all these decisions are driven by football. Mm -hmm. uh, Baylor just won the title. If you're a Baylor fan, you're saying to yourself... We'll be all right. Surely we'll be all right. Mm -hmm. We just won a basketball title. Mm -hmm. uh, Robert Griffin played football here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that matters, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we, we, we're going to be all right. We'll mm -hmm. be fine. And yeah, UConn, Washington fans or Knicks fans? Yeah, you know Who yeah. celebrates their one lone and, playoff thing more? That's, and UConn is cackling at that mm -hmm. train of thought because they're like, yeah, uh, when we had won four titles, and, or we had won three at the time, and the Big East imploded, we were just left. Uh, yeah holding our you-know-what as uh, as everyone scurried off to the ACC mm -hmm. and, and whatever. Uh, that that seems to be where Baylor's headed, which is preposterous. Like, this is this is horrible news. Texas going to the, yeah. to the SEC is horrible news for Scott Drew. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think you said it, though. I think we're getting to a point where there's going to be a Southern Conference, which there used to be a Southern Conference filled with North Carolina yep. and all these teams. So I think there's Still a, is. Yeah. Still is a Southern Conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not, not the... I'm saying... We're going to take that name back and we're going to make a super Southern conference. We're going to make a super Southern. We're, we're going to make a power four. Like you said, I think yeah. that's what's going to happen. It's going to be Southern. It's going to be Northeastern. It's going to be Midwestern. It's going to be Western. You know what I mean? Those are our, those are our four branches. We're going to have yes. the top schools and maybe they play up to get in those it's conferences. Be, college and, sports are going to be the little league world series. And, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna, yeah, and literally, and no one's even going to understand. They're like, I, what, where's this team from again? <laughs> Maryland's like weirdly in the middle. They don't know where they stand. The college football title game. Curacao is playing. And <laughs> yeah. you're like, what the hell? How did they <laughs> There's a team from Mexico City. I mean, it could happen. Like, it what could, is this? Yeah, it could happen. Uh, but in general, I think the best thing, you talk about the Big 12 imploding, the best thing that can happen is Kansas pulls a Villanova, which is they hold. I think hold, I, hold, 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 hold the door, hold the door. Like, you know, Hodor goes back and that's Kansas. Brave and that's Bill Self. Hold. Yes, yes. And I think that's what they do. And they just stay here. And Baylor stays as well. And I think the Big Eight, can survive. I don't know where, where, yeah, exactly. I don't know where they fall, but I think you try to poach some of the American top American, maybe mm -hmm. SMU, you bring in maybe Memphis and you get back to the big 12, but get, uh, get Houston, S uh, Houston, SMU, Memphis. Yeah. And then who else are you throwing in there from the American, um, East Carolina, <laughs> <laughs> Wichita yeah. state. Yeah. Wichita <laughs> state. That could be good. Uh, but you basically, I think you hold down cause Villanova, when they did that, they go on to become a superpower and basically the team in the big yeah. East, they already yeah. have the name recognition of the big East. You already have the big 12. You could hold right. And just not make as much money and still be top dogs, especially Baylor. Now, Kansas, you're like, Hey, I'm a football school. Get Texas out of here. We, we thrive away from that. But 
I'm afraid, like you said, once it happens, the ACC starts calling, the Big Ten starts I calling, think that's the Pac-12 starts calling. I think the Pac-12 might call Baylor. I I, I think anything's on the table. If <laughs> yeah. you name it, like isn't I, there I a will show Wake, in Waco that's like on you know one of the HGTV or whatever? Like that, that seems like the West Coast would With know Chip about Chip and Joanna, right? Isn't I guess, the, aren't they I the guess. Baylor people? I that... don't know, but I'm just saying the West Coast people know Baylor. They know <laughs> okay. Waco, okay. so the Pac-12 reaches out. They I don't, go I don't, for I don't necessarily play. follow, but I like no, that's what happens. Unless, the West Coast, they say we're dude, going it's there. on the table. I think that's what's <laughs> that's what's so funny about this was that uh, in 1990 when Arkansas was the SEC took Arkansas. Southwestern and, and the Southwest Conference yeah. imploded. Um, Texas was in the Southwest Conference, and the mm. the reason, the, the way I've always heard it, and I could be wrong. I'm I'm just one idiot that has a microphone in front of him. I don't know. Yeah. You're you're free to disagree. It's a free country, but the way I always heard it was that Texas was like kind of a non-starter to go into the SEC because the 19 like it made a lot of sense back then for Texas to go to the SEC mm-hmm. um, for for all the reasons it makes sense now that that they're a football school t- still technically ish, uh, but they certainly were more in 1990. Yeah. Um, they, they, baby. they, uh, uh, the, the money makes sense. Like all, all of the same reasons mm-hmm. that made sense now, but was the non-starter state was the politics The yes. Texas and the South didn't necessarily mix the people of Texas. Like, we don't want anything to do with those rednecks. The rednecks yeah. were like, we don't want anything to do with those Cowboys. Yeah. Keep them out of here, whatever. Yeah. That's the Western Eastern rivalry. Yeah. There. So yeah. like, I've kind of always worked <laughs> under the assumption that, uh, these, that that's oil and water. Like, te- come on, Texas couldn't go to that. Like, even but if, Texas is looking at Texas and M and they say, like, well, they, we want that. Yeah. Money. We want that. That should be our money. So, what I'm saying is if Texas goes to SEC, get out of my face with any sort of like logical that could never Baylor, Baylor in the Pac-12. Come on, that does, how, how would that make? It doesn't matter. Th- doesn't that, matter. That's modern college sports. It yeah. doesn't have to make any sense. Put Duke in the Pac-12. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like it could happen. The Big Ten is going to call Kansas. The ACC yes. is going to call Kansas. I mean, yes. like that is right in the realm of possibility. And I think if you're the, like I said, if you're Kansas, you pull a Villanova, you hold, you say, this is our conference. We're going to be a football school now. I Baylor, think the, Baylor can help us in football. No, no, no. I, think the exact, I think the exact hold. opposite hold. is true. Hold. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't leave. I think the exact opposite is true because... We used to call the Big 12 Kansas, the Kansas Conference. You I know, know but I mean? Kansas is going to be UConn is what's going to happen. They're going to be stuck. They're going to they're gonna hold themselves. They're going to be just sitting there holding and they're going to be mm. on an island because no one wants them. So if you're Kansas, you have to see the writing on the wall, which is that all anyone cares about is football. Mm. Your football program blows. Yeah. You have to... You have to con someone into taking you before it's too late and you look mm. up and you're in the American and now you're playing Wichita State a team that you want to know part of and beat you in the NCAA tournament yeah. and you're like this this is stupid Get uh, what, what's going on here mm-hmm. now all of a sudden they're your conference foes I think you call Memphis you call SMU yeah. call Wichita State you try to keep the Big 12 alive you try. I, 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 Memphis I, has a good football. I don't think that's going to happen. I understand like your your reasoning. I don't yeah. think that's going to happen at all. I think the exact opposite is going to happen. That it's going to be a free for all. The gun. Everyone's going to turn. It's going to be a, a Mexican standoff of pointing gun. Like Baylor and Kansas are both at the table. I mean, Iowa Alabama, State's Texas like, is going to be brutal for Texas for a few years. You know what I mean? Like Texas doesn't want to go to the SEC in football. I mean, they're going to. That's confusing to me too. Yeah, I, I don't know why. You you run the Big Twelve. Yeah, you Texas own it. Run, you Texas you in Oklahoma the, now yeah. you're one of the many. And now, yeah. now, if I'm Greg Sankey, who is the commissioner of the SEC, he is the one that really can can stop this. You know, he's not going to. I know, but it, it, why would you're he building want, why the would Titanic. You're building the Titanic, and you know how this ends. You know that it's going to lead. You're going to have 16 teams, yeah. which means that one year Florida's going to finish 16th. Yeah, and that's then right. all go on. I'm almost there. Keep going. Saying, yeah. <laughs> this saying, is great. Yes, these, these Gatorade, Gainesville, Florida fans that are used to being, you know, one or two in the SEC basketball standings and winning national championships. Now they're forgotten. Well, they lost behind to Oklahoma. They lost who to also is a Jordan too. school that's now going to be taking away from that. I mean, if 
I can't imagine the member schools voting for this as a win, unless they're really just I, like I could care less. I really just want the money. They're, they're gonna, which I guess they that's do. That's what just they're going to the do, dude. They're, yeah. they're, 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 if, if Texas and Oklahoma and, and the, in the minds of the SEC, Idiots. if Texas and Oklahoma join the SEC, they are the only conference that matters. No yeah. one, no one else has to watch any other conference or care about any other conference. Except for um, the ACC and Mac Brown, but yeah. Clemson. But no, that's what the SEC thinks is that no one's going to care. Should the Big Ten and the ACC just merge and, ma and make like... That's uh, what Jim Delaney wanted. Jim Delaney yeah. wanted to have every power team in the Big Ten and then divvy them up with sub-conferences that were just already... <laughs> <laughs> like Alabama's in the it's Big the Ten. It's the Big Ten, but it's the Big SEC Ten sub-conferences, you know what it's I mean? The SEC that's what the division. Big Ten stands for, is yeah. not teams. It's like different conferences within yes. the conference. Yes, My that's God. what that's what Jim Delaney wanted. I think, I think dominoes that are going to fall is the Big 12 is going to dissolve because I, I envision they're not going to come together. They're not going to circle the wagon. The they're meeting right now as we speak. The remaining eight yeah. teams are not going to circle the wagons. They are going to mm. do the exact opposite. They're going to be taking phone. Kansas is on the phone with every single conference saying, Please, for the love of God, do something. Iowa State's like, we can be a Big Ten school. And the Big Ten's like, we're trying to expand media markets. You do nothing for us, Iowa State. And Iowa State's like, yeah, but we have mm. a lot of corn. What about that? Isn't mm. that a Big Ten thing? Um, the, the, I, I envision that. I envision all these schools are going <sighs> to turn on each other. Yeah. Uh, Kansas to the Big Ten would be amazing. I, I I would love that so much. That makes a lot of sense. That would be bad for the, the Big Ten. But then the Big Ten's got to add another one, which uh, I think I think this if, if all this starts happening... I think the Notre Dame domino might fall. And I think Big Ten might go all in on Notre Dame. And Notre mm. Dame might have to say yes, because I think you, you might look mm. at the landscape and be like, all right, this is how the, the way the playoffs are going to work. Where they're good. Like, I know they're going to have more births, so like Notre Dame. But who's going to play Notre Dame? If mm. we have all these super conferences, yeah. what, what's the incentive to play Notre Dame mm. in football? If you're if you're one of these, yeah, why why risk it? Why would you go play like yeah. if you're in a conference with like a thousand teams already that are all really good and you could just play those and win your you know like you mm -hmm. don't need Notre Dame and Notre Dame's gonna be left there yeah. like so they're gonna have to join a conference right and why would you join the ACC if you're Notre Dame that doesn't make sense either join the Big Ten everyone already they're, hates they're you. already in the pool with the ACC you know what I mean but I can see them being very shysty and, it and deciding last minute yeah. to go to the Big Ten I mean that that would make a lot of sense to me but if I'm the ACC I'm calling Texas. And I'm calling Oklahoma and I'm saying, we have great academics here. <laughs> we literally, <laughs> we will dominate the SEC. Yeah. And then they're like, what? And then you say, why are you laughing? And then <laughs> you you're know, like, what? 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 Can, you, can you guys hear me on the other end? <laughs> yeah. Are you guys listening? Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I mean, oh. yeah. I, Texas to me, at least is a school that has academic integrity. So yeah. I could see them scoffing a bit at the SEC, but then you have Vanderbilt's, you have Georgia's, you you know, Florida's an okay school. I mean, you have... They have good schools in the SEC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they have good yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the Big Ten. I mean, I mean the it's Big not the ACC. The premier, I mean, it's not I, public I would say, Ivies. I would say, yeah, the Big Ten is the premier uh, no. uh, academic power. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's what they say. It's actually a Pac-12. Yeah, yeah, I know. But that, that's for, the best part whenever they had... Uh, remember, like, the, they had, like, the Capital Cup, you know, like, the Capital One yeah. Cup and... For whatever reason, I wanted to win that at the ESPYs, and I would go into it. <laughs> and so I was like, "We need to win this," you know. What I'm saying we gotta win this. It's the one guy watching. Yeah, I'm the like, we gotta win this. And then it would always be Stanford. I'm like, this is unfair. This is, <laughs> this is unfair. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know though, man. Arizona State might pull down the whole Pac-12 academically yeah. just by themselves. Yeah, that's, I mean, but it's great to have Arizona State. Uh, I want. I I talked to my dad, <laughs> Big Ten super fan Bill Titus. Mm. I asked him, dominoes start falling. What is the Big Ten's move? He said he wants Kansas, and then I was Ugh. like, Is it Kansas and Notre Dame? Is that the move? We got to go get Notre Dame. And Bill Titus, a man who has mm. lived in Indiana for most of his life, I, I was Facetime and looks me in the eye and he's like, I want Kansas. 
and Kansas State. <laughs> <laughs> he, wants, he, wants, he wants the rivalry? I kind of like that. He wants the rivalry. And I was like, yeah. no Notre Dame. And he goes, I don't want Notre Dame anywhere near my – And yeah, I was like, that yeah. – the reason, the, the fact that you're saying that is yeah. the, the very reason that Notre Dame belongs in the. No, Big no, no. This is this is what I'm saying. I I think that Notre Dame and West Virginia come to the ACC. I think those are the two schools no. that we pull in. You can't. Like, Notre Dame's already a part of the ACC. But you, can, they, you they, have they to see the bigger picture. Times a year, Notre Dame can't see the picture. Dude, they can't say they saw Under Armour. They didn't see the picture. No, but does anybody hate Notre Dame in the ACC? Yes, I hate them. There's no way. I hate. There's them. no way. Dude. I Come hate to the them. Midwest. Last watch, year, talk I to went to the game. I went to the game last year when they came. You do. They beat North Carolina. It was. Oh, uh, it was. Dude, ridiculous. you do a power. We're by far the better team. Do a power. But do Ian Booker went someone out of, who was out someone of his at Fox mind. put out the poll. Put who hates Notre Dame. Which fan bases hate Notre Dame the most? North Carolina. It's Ohio State, Michigan, Wake Forest. Get out of here. What's gotten into you, dude? <laughs> Send Notre Dame where they belong. And don't let them back out on this deal. We've been giving why, them why free money. Why do you money. want them in the ACC? Because I want to beat them. I like the history. <sighs> I like Mike Bray. I don't want to lose Mike Bray. I want, I want Mike Bray. You like the history of Notre Dame in the ACC? Like, yeah, what? I liked going to the game and seeing Touchdown Jesus. This is, this and I like being cheated absurd. out of that game. I was literally no. like, wow, this is I'm Duke, looking at a map, this by is the way. Duke basketball I, and football I just form. pulled up a map of all the Power 5 schools. Like, it laid mm-hmm. over the okay. geography of the United States. Yeah. Notre Dame is right in the like it like we already knew it's in the heart of Big Ten country. It, it is, but it, the way it, it illustrates is, here, it's like it literally is in the middle of one, Big Ten two, country. Three, four. Look, it makes sense, but what the, I'm saying, the seven who have they been playing with? Who, who have they school? been playing with though for the past seven years? Seven. Oh my ACC. God, we can't we can't bring up that tradition. That's, no, it, it, it's seven years. Rivalry Titus. runs deep. Seven you know how years. deep that is in internet years. I my the reason my dad <laughs> hates Notre Dame so much is because he said uh, in the eighties. Having graduated from Indiana mm. um, in the '80s, when Notre Dame football was awesome and IU basketball was awesome, and they were both winning national titles, uh, it, it drove him nuts how many people would cheer for IU basketball and Notre, and Notre Dame, Dame football. football. Yeah, Notre yeah. Dame football, and, and we're not a Catholic family, so uh, you know, if you're if you're a Protestant growing up in Indiana, you kind of hate. If you're a Protestant growing, if yeah, you're was, if you're just basically say, yeah. not a Catholic in Indiana, you hate Notre Dame. I mean, everybody hates Notre Dame. Yeah, so, everyone hates Notre. Every Dame. Ohio State fans hate Notre Dame. Yeah, of course. Michigan fans hate Notre Dame. Yeah. Everyone, Notre Dame to the Big Clemson Ten. Clemson fans hate Notre Dame. I kind of want Pitt in the, the Big Ten too, but I don't no, think that, that's Pitt, not gonna happen. Pitt's getting their old rival back. We're getting the, the whatever the backyard rivalry. Pittsburgh versus West Virginia. They're coming to the ACC. Okay, so that's what so, we have. Uh, <laughs> we have Notre Dame and West Virginia. I am claiming them. That's they're coming to the ACC. So what? Th- those are the teams you're adding to the ACC. Yes, and then you're getting Kansas and Kansas State. <laughs> what a stupid as for Bill Titus that's who the what Big Ten getting no that doesn't Pitt, Pitt belongs in the Big Ten <laughs> Baylor's too. going to the Pac-12 Pitt, but you can have West Virginia I don't want West Virginia you can keep Louisville I don't want we're an academic institution that's what you're, you're talking about how yeah. much academics matter and you want West Virginia and Louisville in your well college? I mean look we're going to try on. to we're going to try to lift them up you Come know on. what I mean that's what we try to do at the ACC we try to help out everybody I I, I love the idea of Kansas and Missouri's not going to leave the SEC I don't think but no. Kansas and Missouri to the Big Ten mm reignite that rivalry that would be fun that's what that i'm saying let's bring people back together at least oklahoma's going with texas i think it would be really sad if texas was just leaving them to die in the big 12 but that's that's the name of the game yeah you know? i'm curious to see like if 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 you're the Should what, north what, carolina and duke just go to the sec 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of, kind of. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it's going to be. I mean, it's, like, it's literally going to be like, <laughs> I just think these schools are going to start having these conversations all the time. You know, it's going to be North. This is like slowly going to more, as I texted you, it's slowly going to morph into like a, a North and South. There's going to be yeah. two conferences, North and South. Yeah. And then they're going to be playing football and it's slowly going to get more and more violent. And yeah. you're going to look up and it's not even football anymore. It's just a civil war is going yeah. on again. <laughs> you're like what? South Carolina. And they're all shanking each other yeah. on the football. And you're yeah. like, wait, what is going on here? Um, uh, um Man. I'm, I'm looking at the map now. Uh, BYU is on here for some reason, um, and that has my attention. What about BYU and the getting getting like BYU and BYU should go to the Pac-12 for real. To the Pac-12, that makes sense. But I'm saying the big if the Big 12 is looking for schools to to keep and and to not dissolve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BYU could be good. BYU could be a good one. Yeah, I don't know. I think Houston's a really good one too. Houston makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah Houston's yeah. the first call. Houston SMU. Like you just, you just own, you get your Texas audience back. You know what yeah. I mean? You lose Texas, but you get two schools from Texas. I don't know, man. This is uh, the, the maybe you call A&M and you're you just like, bring A&M and back and to just the Big like 12. you own the big 12. Like you guys can own the big 12. Uh, that's A&M's nightmare. A&M and Baylor. Yeah. I, well, one thing I do love about <laughs> these exercises though, is, is if you pay attention to, to chatter on the internet about this, mm -hmm. uh, everybody has a reason why that could never happen. Yeah. But then that, it, that then cracks it, me out. And then it then always happens. Happen. Like, yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no. There's there's no way. I mean, it's it, kind of like when James Harden was like, I want to play on the yeah. Nets. Everyone's like, it's impossible. No, Contract. Contract. No, no, <laughs> like, no. Because it's going to happen. There's, there's no, happen. There is no way that Auburn is going to want Texas in because if you we have know to remember about it, if we know Auburn, about it, it's that deep that it's already being discussed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if it's, it's been leaked, it's been but discussed. You start talking about dominoes falling so. and, and yeah, there, there's no way Missouri would ever leave that. And it's like, there, I think yes. the lesson we've learned here is there's always, there, it's always possible. Yes. Whatever you think is impossible in college sports. No, anything is, is possible. possible. Kevin it's Garnett possible. yelled that to the skies in 2008. Yes. He ripped open you know, a portal yes. into the fifth dimension. And since then, think about how much crazy stuff has happened since 2008. Yeah. LeBron goes to Miami. Yes. That seemed unfathomable crazy. before 2008. Tom Crean won the Big Ten twice. What? <laughs> <laughs> Did Tom Crean get another number one pick? I mean, think crazy. about that. Anything crazy. is possible. Crazy. Anything is possible. Uh, no, that's, that's going to be fun to watch, though, because I, I I don't know. I've gotten to the age now where I, I've resisted change for so long. Like, mm. As as everything is changing, as I get older and you, you see change happening, you resist it, Tate. You don't like mm -hmm. it. You want everything to be like it was when you were just a young, naive child and, mm -hmm. and the world seemed perfect. And as the change happens, I resist it. And now I've gotten to the point where I'm like, Embrace it. You, just not, you can't do anything about yeah. it. This is all hilarious. Just let it wash over you. I'm not mad. I'm actually laughing that, yeah, that I'm not upset. college sports are shifting like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're swirling. I think, they're I think swirling. we're in a swirl period right now. And we have a chance for it to shift. I think the SEC... Is gonna. It's not gonna be good for the SEC. Sixteen's too many. It's too many power. It, it, the, it's too many powerhouse think, brands for everybody to eat. You can't. You can't fill I don't, the table. I, I think it's the. I think it's the Jim Delaney method of like get them all into the umbrella, and then you can cut the fat later, and you can send. Yeah. You know, maybe that ends up happening. Maybe like Kentucky football sucks, so they're like, we don't want you, Kentucky. And Kentucky goes to the ACC. Goes to the ACC or something. I don't know. That could be fun. Oh my God. <laughs> Give me that. ACC should do that. Why doesn't ACC just double down on being the basketball conference? That's why I think Kansas conference. is a phone call. You call Kansas and you say, yeah. hey, we want the Blue Bloods. Yeah. 
I mean, West the, Virginia too for basketball. Like I want the ACC to be the premier basketball conference again because the Big Ten carrying that like it's it's hard it's hard oh like the Big God. Ten carrying the best football conference and the best basketball conference at the same time is exhausting. We the need, Big Ten gassing <laughs> themselves and then losing embarrassingly <laughs> like, imagine is, is just so tiring. The on Big everybody. Ten being the best academic <laughs> conference, the best football conference, I, and the best basketball. I think conference that there should be like is, an Ivy League <laughs> conference, but not the Ivy League, where it's just like the Northwesterns of the world, and we just put them over Northwestern, here. Northwestern, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, Wake Stanford. Forest. You know what well, I mean? They all just get in this whole conference. Yeah. And they just play each other. <laughs> Let them all hash it up. Uh, what else? Let's wrap this thing up. What else we got? Oh, man. I just want to, you know, flip it back uh, and talk about quickly uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. I just want to shout them out again. Brandon Jennings, I just want to give a shout out to because, I mean, Brandon Jennings, you know, dodged college basketball. There was every yeah, reason for us not to like Brandon Jennings. He goes over and plays in China. But then he somehow makes himself a cult hero with this Bucks team. I've always been a fan. I remember when he dropped 50 in the garden. He Jim, was, supposed to, go, he was supposed to go to Arizona, right? That was yeah. where he was going to go to yeah. college? Yeah. Yeah. He and Terrence Ferguson both were the two that I think were supposed to go to Arizona, but they both went. I think Ferguson went to Australia, but he went to China. But I, I just love that Brandon Jennings has come back as like this cultural figure with the Bucks, and he said Bucks and six, and it was beautiful. We uh, Shout out to him. Uh, circa 2004, 2005, I think, uh, my father... Myself, Ooh. Greg Oden are walking the Las Vegas Strip. We're out yeah. there for an AU tournament. Uh, we bump into this lovely woman. Um, she uh, just she she notices Greg. She's like, "You guys play? Are you guys out for the basketball tournament?" We're like, "Yep, mm -hmm. we're out for the basketball tournament." Uh, she's like, "My son plays basketball. I'm trying to get him a Division One scholarship." We start mm. talking to her. She's a nice lady. They're like, "Oh, by the way, what's your son's name?" She says, "Brandon Jennings." Me and Greg both look at each other because at this point, like, we kind of knew who Brandon Jennings was. He's on yeah, the yeah, yeah. Southern California All Stars, the Chase Buttinger, Kevin Love. Uh, Taylor King, there's a blast mm. from the past. You probably that's the name Man, you ever heard. USC, Duke, Duke Blue Devil, and then he transferred right. He transferred to like thirty yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. You think about the Villanova too. Along the line? Man, um, one of the many Duke defectors that we love. But uh, that's 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 a horrible story about how uh, I met Brandon Jennings' mom. She's a very nice lady. And then ever I since mean, then, I've been like paying attention to Brandon Jennings. And then we yeah. played him like two days later, and he had a dunk tip on us from a free throw. He did the Jordan, uh, yeah, dude. where he crashed you. It, it, it was called for lane violation, but it was sick. The dude's like six foot tall and just jumped up and Brandon Jennings and OJ Mayo were the two LA dudes that when they were coming up, yeah. you're like, man, we're gonna have to watch them. For I mean, and Brandon Jennings had like I said a 50 point game in the NBA. That's that's no yeah. slouch, and that was before pace and space. So shout out to Brandon Jennings. Uh. I want to shout out. Um, oh, I had I had this on my list. I could, should we do this now? I'm gonna call John Diebler. Oh, nice. I was on the phone with John Diebler the other day, and uh, he he was talking to me about the uh, um, the tournament coming up. Mm -hmm. the, yeah, I, so the TBT has already started, but they get to wait to like the end and play in a championship. Yeah, I don't even let understand. Me, let me happens. call John. Let me see if he answers real quick because I want to I want to get an update on uh I want to get an update on uh. See if uh, see if this works. I don't know. I didn't tell him I was gonna call him. Johnny, what time Diebler. is it back there? He's probably sitting down for dinner. He's got twins now. Man, that maybe he's not gonna answer. He's gonna call me back right after the show's over. I was hoping to watch the, the Olympics and just John Diebler's on Slovenia. <laughs> That's what I was really hoping. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really like that was like the best case Diebler scenario. Move. Yeah, he's, he's like been playing in Europe for so long. Yeah, he's, he's got Turkish citizenship. He, or something. Yeah, he's, yeah, like, the, he's playing for the Turkish national team, and I'm like, what is happening? Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I want an update on uh, uh, the Ohio State team's about to play in the tournament. Remember yeah. last year. 
They lost in the first round. Mm, um, embarrassed. They were the defending champs, and then last year they lose in the first round. Sounds very Big Ten, if I had to say Dude, so I got to say, it's inexcusable for Ohio State basketball to lose in the first round, and if that ever happened to the real Buckeyes basketball <laughs> team, you would never, I would never stop talking about it because I yeah. would be demanding yeah. better from them. Uh-huh. Um, so for Thank God the, Coach Holman is their coach. So for the TBT team to do That's that. That's why I don't bring it up. Uh, I, was, I was absolutely <laughs> disgusted, and uh, they're back, so I'm shouting out those guys. Thanks mm. for the invite to join the team once again, fellas. Yep. It means a lot. Um, they're they're the one seed, I think. So I don't mm. know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Watch 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 that and see. Uh, see, I think I think they're in Purdue. Like they would play Purdue, mm. the Purdue alumni team in the second round if they went. I don't know. We'll see. Who cares? Who's right. the star of the team? Is it Diebler? Buford won the uh, okay. the MVP two Will years Buford. ago. Costa gotcha. Kufus is on the team now. Talking about Greek wow. guys. They're talking about uh, Costa Giannis, coached by Rick Pitino. Yeah. Nick Kalaitis as the point Giannis, guard. Think about it. They had Giannis, Papa Giannis, and Kufus. <laughs> And then the Antetokounmpo it's a gold brothers. Medal team, dude. I mean, I think they beat the U.S. That's a gold medal. Just team. all heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 78-72. It's like the most physical game we've ever seen. The refs aren't calling anything because they're just like we're Rick Pitino has Giannis running the point of his press. Oh man, For, doesn't I, take him out of the game. I would love to see Rick Pitino go to practice with Giannis. I Speak, think he would hey, take him over by himself and just start running, you know, stations with him. By the by the way, the Olympics. Uh, if you're if you're Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. Are you trying to get out of that? Yeah, for sure. You won the title. If I'm like, Drew Holiday, I, I, I call Grand Hill and I say, hey, man, I know that I made this big promise, but from what I've seen, Dame's got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Seems he, like it's going he's, well. he's like, what do you mean from what you've seen? Yeah. What? Yeah. Huh? And they just hang up. Keldon Johnson uh, looked really good. I yeah. Think you guys I, think are, you, I think you guys uh, are, think you guys are, are fine. I'm just going to enjoy yeah. my summer. Good yeah. luck to you, though. Yeah. And yep. if you're Drew Holiday, I mean, it does seem like the Bucks are a very family-oriented team. He wants to be around his wife, his kids. Oh, uh, so, yeah. I, yeah. Fam- just say family. Just say it's family. Just just say in the- honest, just family. Just put out a statement in the interest uh, in, the, in the health and safety of the student athletes in my yeah. family, Yeah. comma, and then no matter what you say after that, no one can argue against it. That's I all mean, you got to do. And if I'm Justin Holiday, I'm signing with the Bucks. There you go. It's like, I'll, I'll just come off the bench and hit shots. Milwaukee Bucks and Olive Garden, the mm. two places where when you're here, your family. Yeah. <laughs> come uh, on in. Uh, speaking of the Olympics, I want to give one quick shout out before we go uh, to a, a man who's won a few gold medals in his time. Um, he is the head coach of the Duke Blue Devils, Mike Krzyzewski. Oh, yes. um, recently announced that he is uh, going to step down as the head coach of Duke. This is going to be his final season. So I just want to take a minute mm. and say uh, thank you, Coach. Hashtag thank you, Coach K, um, yes. for all all that you have done mm-hmm. to to not only college basketball but to world basketball, um, all of it. I mean, arguments can be made that mm. 2008 Mike Shashevsky leads mm. USA to a gold medal. Tate, mm. that was the moment in time that Giannis Antetokounmpo decided he wanted to start playing basketball. And, was and watching Kevin Garnett said anything is possible. Anything is possible. Wow. So you could argue that Coach K leading USA to gold is. Why we have Giannis yes. in our lives. So mm. thank you, Coach. We appreciate all you've done. Thank you for sport. motivating this young yes. man to play basketball. Yes, and we will certainly mm-hmm. uh, be cheering for you all season because we respect yes. you so much and in this final season of yours. So congratulations on wait. a great career. Do we think his hair is completely black at the end of the year? <laughs> Do you think he gives a little bit of gray? I think he gives a touch of gray. He starts doing that. I, I think it's 75. All he gives a touch of gray. I want one moment of Mike Krzyzewski before he hangs it up of the uh, Rudy Giuliani press conference where his hair ties. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, he just got black liquid seeping down I, his I face. I saw Banchero's already there. He's already playing pickup. Is he? Hey, I saw the Duke Blue Devils put out like a highlight reel and said, how do you stop a 6'10 kid that can do this? And it was like literally like he just crossed over <laughs> once. <laughs> Uh, remember, 
the video of, uh, of Zion shooting threes. Yeah. That, uh, we, Remember we, the pool party? It was like a, it was yeah. like a full on like hype video for this Coach K pool party at his house. Zion didn't take his shirt off at the pool party. That's no. what I remember. About he was it. swimming with the shirt yeah, on. I playing volleyball. That. I was like, that's a fat move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fat move. Hey, man. That's what I was like, this hey, guy's man. definitely. <laughs> or so, speaking from experience, yeah. that's a. Uh, and, and every kid that gets asked about it, he's like, yeah, I got burned. Dude. I got burned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have my sh- oh, I, I didn't realize. I, 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 it's just really comfortable. I like this. Yeah. I like this shirt. <laughs> Sticking in the water. All oh, right, we love you, the, Zion. That's the show. Uh, I swear to God, at some point we're going to talk about the NBA draft. I, 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 mm. I meant to do it today. <laughs> oh yeah, this, this is Titus when Mike Conley gets signed by the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, Thank you, Jim, for putting that together for us. Gift of me. Uh, I, I want the one of the guy that, that sticks his tongue out. He looks oh, like yeah. a, when he's like he's like a snake. Uh, yeah. Lakers. Yeah. Oh, disgusting. Um. We're gonna talk about the draft next week. We gotta. I, you I look swear so Ohio State in that photo. Where, what is that photo? That, that has to be from years ago. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. You're right. There yeah. you go. Bucks won the phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about draft next week. We have to because the draft is Thursday, yes. and if we don't, we do may it next have a week, big guest. Should we just say that at the end of every episode that we might have a big guest? Should we show? start saying who the guests are so that way the if they don't show them. up, yeah, they look bad. They look bad yeah. instead of us. Duncan Robinson promises. is coming. On the next <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next week, uh, yeah, Ryan Rosillo and Duncan Robbins together in studio. <laughs> Tune in, guys. Uh, no, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the draft. It was just mm. uh, there's a there, you know the fine. I, I hate this about the NBA. You should you should be like the NFL in the season. Give us yeah. time to breathe. Give us time to think it over. Yeah. Um, you know we, we, we gotta have a draft season. We gotta have a run up. You can't have, you can't end the season and then have the. They've been doing it forever this way though. Yeah. You know. So I already I guess, feel I don't good. Think Kate change. Cunningham, number one. College basketball is number one. You see that? The finals, even with Giannis, the most likable player, yep. still college basketball, number one, number two, TV ratings. That's what matters. College basketball, we're here. We did it. Thank you. See you guys. Is it just sneakers that sneak into your mind? Or is it your kind of creativity from the midsole to your very soul before you unfold a vision on the XPS? Within the styles and rubber, you're putting one foot in front of the other to create the track and the tread for all the thoughts in your head, turning ideas into action and gaining more traction with the XPS. Get into your universe at dell.com XPS. Verified for exceptional experiences with Intel Evo platform.